Hello, EdSearch listeners and readers. This is Mary Jo Mata coming to you from the EdSearch office in sunny Burlingame, California. As you might be able to tell, I'm on my own today and probably will be for some time on this podcast. Our beloved Blake Montgomery has moved into a new role, and as such, I am the lone podcast host. Well, for now, that is. We're playing around with some different formats going forward, but at the very least, you can count on us to bring you both the biggest and best news in the edtech world and interviews with experts from all across the industry. We'll also be moving to a bi-monthly format with the podcast, but never fear. I'll still share with you all of the big news items from the past two weeks, and you'll constantly be on top of what's happening out there in the big wide world. Today, we're actually bringing back an old favorite while we generate some new content for you. In 2015, in Davis, California, we brought together superintendents from across the state together at an EdSearch event to chat about data and assessment and how it gets best used in the classroom. How can we use data to make sure that we're improving student achievement? I mean, how can we do that, though, when everybody has different definitions of what student achievement actually looks like? We talked to Bryant Wong, CTO of Summit Public Schools, Devin Dillon, CAO of Oakland USD, Gregory Fern, Superintendent-in-Residence at Dreambox Learning, and Alex Gruyere, President and Co-Founder of LearnZillion, on a panel to answer these questions and more. We'll get to that in a second, but first, the news. Welcome to the EdSearch Podcast. What event brings together the likes of Jill Biden, MC Hammer, Jeffrey Canada, and educators, students, and investors? This week, the XQ Institute announced not five, as originally planned, but 10 winners of the Super Schools competition. Each will get $10 million to build the school of their dreams. Among the winners were Brooklyn Lab Charter School in Brooklyn, New York, Vista Unified in Vista, California, and New Harmony High School in Louisiana. New Harmony was the first winner announced at the event, and the money will go towards a school that will teach students about real-world skills related to coastal restoration and urban planning by, get this, bringing students out into the middle of the wetlands on a barge in Louisiana. Everyone can code, proclaimed Apple CEO Tim Cook at the company's annual theatrical keynote last week. For students, Cook also hopes that a new game, Swift Playgrounds, will get them hooked on the programming language now used in Apple's products. The game is free, but only available on iPads, and that limitation was not lost in a cheeky New York Times article, which reminded readers that in order to use Swift Playgrounds, students actually need to have the iPads. Is free and open education resource curriculum content like a free beer or a free puppy? Historically, argues ReadWorks Executive Director David Kuala, free resources required considerable time to vet and implement, and most weren't very high quality. But now he believes that digital materials show it is possible for free and OER content to be as good as anything else in the market. He shares more in his recent op-ed on EdSurge. Driving southbound on the 101 freeway through San Francisco, one may notice Udacity's self-driving education billboard. Those three words have several entendres. 
the latest of which refer to a self-driving car engineer nanodegree program launched with Mercedes-Benz and others. But the second part of that billboard, quote, get a job or your money back guarantee, will not apply. And now it's time for Kachings. New York-based startup Fluent City has raised $2.5 million to offer in-person courses covering languages and eclectic topics such as interior design, culture, and food. Tech blogs suggest these classes cater to Brooklyn hipsters. CEO James Rohrbach begs to differ, telling Ed Surge that his goal is to reinvigorate the liberal arts for our time. Baiju, an Indian startup that offers online educational videos, games, and courses specific to subjects and exams, has raised $50 million in a round led by the Chan Zuckerberg Initiative, marking its first Asian investment. Other participants include previous investor Sequoia Capital, Sofina, Lightspeed, and Times Internet. All right, let's get to the meat of the show. So exactly how should companies and schools be handling data, especially when no one can seem to agree on what metrics best correlate to student achievement? Let's listen in. Thank you so much.
Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's Ed Search On Air podcast. Hey listeners, do you have anything in particular that you'd like to hear on this podcast? Like any individuals you'd like to hear interviewed? Well, let us know by sending us a note at feedback at edsearch.com. We are ready to hear your suggestions. And with that, I'm Mary Jo Matta. We'll see you next time. This is the Ed Surge Podcast. Thank <music> you.